0: Delicious meets Delicious again with nutritionist Kay Spears and Chef Andrew. Say hi, Andrew.
1: I did. Hi, hi again.
0: <laughs> so we'll be right back. We're gonna be sharing with you the keto Thanksgiving. So hold on a second. <laughs> All right, everyone. So this Thanksgiving, we are two days away from Thanksgiving and we have come up with some wonderful recipes for you that we'll be sharing on the website that are not only going to make this a keto Thanksgiving, but also no processed food, super clean, but it's gonna taste wonderful. We're going to be talking about a a pecan pie recipe with almond flour crust and no corn syrup. We're going to be talking about cauliflower gravy right and yep, green and making,
1: bean casserole making dressing turkey sausage, cranberries exactly
0: without the um nitrates, nitrates. okay set it first
1: yeah
0: <laughs> um so we're gonna be talking about lots of things so all right chef where do you want to start do you want to start well with... let's
1: start with the main event the big bird
0: all right the turkey to, so the big bird
1: so turkey it's it's really um Not a whole lot here to make it any more keto than it already is, but I will give you some quick tips on just how to make a better turkey. Uh, A lot of people, when they 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 buy the big turkey that's frozen solid that takes four days to thaw out uh, for all of maybe three or four people, but you know you can actually buy uh, split turkey breasts. You can buy turkey thighs. You can buy turkey drumsticks by themselves. So if you're not really into the whole presentation of the big bird, then you can buy these turkey pieces in their individual already uh, butchered parts and save yourself a lot of time. Uh, My one thing about turkey is brining. People always ask me if brining is essential and I always say yes to any type of poultry, any type of pork, uh, the vinegar and the, the spices really help break down the protein to make it more tender and juicy. And it really kind of uh, accelerates that part. So all you really have to do at that point is cook it and not overcook it.
0: Okay. I'm sorry, Sesame Street. I'm dating myself because you say Big Bird. And now I'm thinking that you're going to brine Mr. Big Bird. Totally. (laughs) Let's not brine Mr. Big Bird. Right. This is a turkey, but you could also use other cuts of meat, right?
1: You could use a small roaster chicken. You could use a Cornish game hen. Uh, you know, the being a big uh, Thanksgiving history geek that I am, you know, ter- there really wasn't turkey at the original Thanksgiving. Uh, turkey was something that was brought to Americana in the 1940s because it was a bird big enough to feed a family. So you know, just uh, venison was actually the original main course because that was the gift from the, from the Wampanoag tribe to the settlers. Yeah. So anyway, so no need to get all, you know, gotta have a turkey. You can do chicken. You can do the actual, the other uh, big event at seafood being in Plymouth. And right there it was lots of seafood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eels and oysters and lobsters and sea bass. That was the, uh, the original thanksgiving yeah but we're here in america so we're talking uh turkey
0: well people want their tryptophan they want to be able to take a nap and watch the games on tv so we're going to be talking about the bird today
1: right for all
0: of all of us americans
1: exactly and something else that 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 people ask me about is injecting um not steroids but brian (laughs) And, 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 you know, the, the conversation we've always had is if you inject your bird, then you break the skin and everything can come back out. But I'll tell you, for those people that baste and baste and baste and baste, unless you're just going to eat all the skin, that's all you're basting is the skin. So the entire bird underneath is not really getting a lot of love. So injecting, I recommend. I also recommend taking just a lot of random herbs and aromatics like onions, lemons, garlic, and stuff that cavity. I highly, uh, how do I say, discourage you from stuffing your bird. Uh, because it's just, it's, uh, just the whole bacteria doesn't really cook all the way. Sometimes you have raw meat touching your raw stuffing and
0: well, that's why people do the, the uh, stuffing on the side, which then, then the is called dressing. Yes, exactly.
1: That's the difference between stuffing and dressing folks.
0: Yes. yes. All right. So moving on from the bird, cause we have lots to talk about. We What's do, the we do.
1: Well, let's just talk about dressing. Cause that's the other one that's, there's not a whole lot of, it can be, keto, not keto. And the, really the big difference in, in your dressing is, do you want it to be gluten-free or not gluten-free?
0: We're making a gluten-free one. This exactly.
1: Year. And so we're just taking our basic gluten-free bread recipe, making a couple loaves of gluten-free bread, cutting it up in, in like croutons and going from there. Uh, there's really not a whole lot else. I mean, some people like to add sausage or bacon or you know herbs, any basic stuffing recipe will do not out of a box, uh, but chicken broth, eggs, um, croutons, vegetables. That's, yeah. that, that's your, I mean, there's not a whole lot you can do to you can dress it up any way you want, but for us in the, in the, uh, lifestyle, it's we opt to go gluten-free with our bread choice.
0: Yes. And I know you do an amazing cornbread stuffing. And so all of that's okay. We're just talking about, um, just really staying away from processed foods, making this kind of a healthy Thanksgiving where we still can get those traditional dishes that we know and love, but we can somehow make it a little healthier. Well, so, exactly. And, yeah. and, and,
1: and, you know, there's not a lot of, um, well, there's a lot of great home cooks out there, but there's a lot of people that just really don't want to cook. So I'm trying to make this as easy as possible for people that just really are on some dietary restrictions and are very frustrated because they just, they can't find how to do this. Yeah. So the next step is something that, gravy. The ne- yeah, the, the, the next <laughs> two things we're going to talk about are things that we've worked with and we've come up with. So gravy,
0: And so, by the way, um, chef made this for me. I haven't had biscuits and gravy in such a long time. And I was just really craving that Southern, you know, because we are from the South. I really wanted some biscuits and gravy, but trying to be gluten free and healthy. So he made me this sausage. Uh, homemade sausage, cauliflower gravy, and some gluten-free biscuits. That's another podcast for another day. But we're going to talk about that same gravy that you can use on the bird and for the dressing. And, oh, my gosh, is it so amazing. So go ahead with that.
1: Well, so the first part of it is uh, really just two things. One head of cauliflower, one quart of vegetable or chicken stock. Cut your cauliflower up into small pieces. Boil it in the chicken stock. Once it's nice and soft and really soft, you can't really overcook it. Take it, put it in your blender. So now you have basically kind of a quote unquote cream sauce. And so, what we're going to do with this is we're going to use this in our, our, uh, our gratin. We're going to use it in our gravy. We're going to use it kind of as a substitute wherever you would see cream for those of you that are trying to stay away from dairy. Um, now to carry on the gravy from there. So now this is kind of a one of our stock pantry items is this cauliflower sauce, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to do the gravy, we make homemade sausage, fresh ground pork, fresh sage, uh, and then, um,
0: uh, so you use the fresh pork. So you're not using any nitrate. So it's correct. Meat. So,
1: so, so we're not buying anything labeled sausage, right? Pork, sage, salt, pepper, chili flake, garlic powder, onion powder, folks. That's all that's in sausage and needs to be
0: in sausage. Yes. And it's so good. Like I said, this is going to be perfect. And these recipes you're all going to be able to get on our website once again. So we're going to move on just because we have a lot more to talk about. Was there anything else you wanted? To yes, say? just okay. for
1: that gravy. So we're going to cook the sausage, add your cauliflower, uh, quote unquote cream to it, add some thyme, uh, salt and pepper, and just let it simmer to whatever thickness you want. If you want a thin gravy, if you want a thick gravy. Uh, maybe a little bit thinner for your bird, maybe a little bit thicker if you're going to put it over biscuits.
0: Well, something I like that you did is we still had the chunks of sausage, but we did puree some of the sausage into the cauliflower just to give it more substance and thicken it up a little bit. Yes. And, and I thought that was um, kind of nice, a nice texture that it added yeah, to Yeah, we can it. talk
1: about that gravy for hours, I but we'll, we'll just we'll put it all in the recipe.
0: Yes. All right. So moving on. What are we uh, Moving
1: talk- on. Cranberry sauce. Uh, another one that is simple that i highly avoid buying pre-made um fresh cranberries water orange zest orange juice uh some uh, swerve swerve.
0: which swerve for those of you that don't know what that is you can get it at h-e-b it is a erythritol, it's a sugar alcohol so it doesn't spike your insulin it doesn't have a calorie but you can still get the sweetness to your dishes which make them keto sugar free if you're diabetic And so what this is, is they have a brown sugar, they have a convection sugar, and they have a granular sugar. So which one would you use in the cranberry?
1: Honestly, it doesn't matter. Uh, You're just looking for some type of sweetener. Sweetness,
0: yeah. And so,
1: and as it simmers, the cranberries will pop open and the sugar and the pectin from the orange juice and from the cranberries will naturally thicken it uh, once it cools. So again, whatever desired consistency you want, but it should be just that many ingredients for a simple cranberry sauce.
0: Yes. Yummy. Yum. That sounds good. Okay. What's the next one? All right.
1: So the next one this is more of an idea than it is as a dish is anytime you, a lot of people like potatoes Yeah. at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And so for those that were trying to go a low glycemic or trying to go sugar-free because uh, potatoes is one big glucose molecule and we're, we're trying to stay keto, keto, um, or, the, keto. or keto, <laughs> What I highly recommend is celery root yes. or rutabaga. Oh Cel-
0: my gosh, that's so good.
1: Celery root, once you um, get it boiled and, and and mashed or pureed, it's a little bit silkier than a rutabaga. A rutabaga has more of a, a brown, um, almost like a, a, a yellow potato mm-hmm. as opposed to a white potato texture. It's really good with if you do like a rutabaga O'Brien, just treat it like potatoes, peppers, onions, garlic, some fresh herbs, and even for breakfast, Thanksgiving morning, or if you want to do it on the side. Uh, But we also, when we do our gratin, we take celery root and we shave it thin, just like you cut it thin like you would potatoes, layer it. Instead of cream and cheese, we use uh, the cauliflower cream here. uh, And then we put nutritional yeast flakes in it, which is going to give you that cheesy flavor.
0: And lots of B vitamins and nutrients. You can also use sweet potatoes or a little bit less glycemic than a russet potato or a white potato. You can also use the Yukon Gold potatoes, which are going to be lower glycemic. But definitely right now with the fall, you've got the turnips and you've got the celery root. All of that stuff is really good and gives us a nice nutritional bang, right? So
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah. So I I love those choices. And you know, and- you can reach out to Chef at Uh, With your email if people have specific questions?
1: HealthyGourmetSA, the letters S-A, at gmail.com.
0: And so anything that's not going to be on our website that you want to know more information about, please, please, we want to share resources with you. We want to help you. And so please reach out to Chef and he will get that to you. Also, we had talked about these being on the website. When we talk about which website, well, it's kspears.com, K-A-Y-S-P-E-A-R-S com And we have a full, all of our podcasts are on there, resources, recipes, blogs, anything you need. We are, again, about sharing our information. So continue.
1: Oh, so next up, so you talked about sweet potatoes. Uh-huh. And uh, again, highly, try to avoid buying anything that's in a can. You're going to have uh, yes. palm sugar, cane sugar, preservatives, um, additives. Uh, it's not that much to to bake, uh, to try to peel, cut up in chunks and bake sweet potatoes. Right. It's something that you can just put in the oven at medium temperature until they're done. And while you're doing something else, right. when they come out of the oven, they can get tossed. And, uh, if you want to make a simple syrup out of uh swerve brown sugar, mm-hmm. that'd be great. I mean, if you're not doing the, the, if you're okay with a little bit of sugar, maybe local natural honey, would be okay with a little bit of salt and pepper,
0: or blackstrap molasses, or
1: blackstrap molasses. That any type of something that's going to give you that feel without that canned flavor. Uh, and please, oh, I say please, something else that we highly try to direct people away from is marshmallows.
0: Yes, corn syrup, corn syrup, and more. Corn Outside
1: syrup. of canned soup, marshmallows and corn syrup is probably the worst thing you can do to yourself.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so to answer your question about, so what do I do instead? Well, we make meringue. We make meringue with egg whites. Uh, Whip them until they become frothy. After they're frothy, add some swerve confectioner sugar and add a little bit of cream of tartar. You can find plenty of recipes for meringue online and just where it tells you to use sugar. Uh, Use the swerve confectioner sugar. And just like you would line the top of your sweet potatoes with marshmallows, just uh, dollop and easily spread some meringue put it in the oven till the meringue has like become a little bit toasted yeah and you're getting a little bit of the same effect with all that just bad stuff not in there
0: okay so you mentioned soup that's perfect one for the green bean casserole and we tried this out last night and we ate it we actually made a steak with it because it's not thanksgiving yet and oh my gosh that cream of mushroom soup that you made with the big mushrooms and then you made the the um the onions, caramelize the onions. Talk to us about a healthy version of the uh green bean casserole. So
1: the worst part about green bean casserole is cream and mushroom soup. Canned yeah. soups is just not good at all in any Sodium, way, shape, or form. And
0: it doesn't really have any nutritional value. Right.
1: So we so we took our cauliflower cream, which was the cauliflower puree with the, the chicken stock, and so we got it down to a desired consistency and we added fresh mushrooms. And yes. we let it go until the the, the the mushrooms became soft, and then from that we folded in. We had fresh green beans that we had steamed, but here you can also use frozen cut green beans. Yes. And so this is kind of your casserole. There's honestly no need to really bake this. Um, you can take it from the pot, put it in your casserole dish, and the way that we did our onions is we just cut our onions thin. Yeah. Dredged them in some gluten free flour, and this kind of helps at home if you have just a small mini fryer or a fry daddy or uh, and the oils that we're using is coconut oil. We're not using canola oil. We're not using peanut oil. We're not using right.
0: Grapeseed um, oil. grape seed
1: oil. So a little bit of olive oil, but enough to so they can submerge and, and deep fry. And all you're making now is basically fried onions. But the fact that you've dredged them in gluten-free flour and not um, AP flour, now you're gluten-free. Yeah. So you've, really good. so you've got green beans. You've got a homemade cream of mushroom soup that's nothing but mushrooms, cauliflower, and chicken stock. And now once it's in the casserole dish, top it with all your nice, pretty fried onions. And there's There's your green bean bean casserole.
0: Yeah, love it, love it. All right, so now we're moving on to dessert, and we're going to talk about pecan pie today. But, you know, again, reach out to us. We have a a pumpkin pie, which is made with an almond flour crust, um, which is really, really good. We also have, um, you know, lots of other options. But let's talk about how we came up with this pecan pie last year and what that's all about.
1: Well, because my grandmother and great-grandmother, just like everybody else's, uses Karo's corn syrup for their pecan pie. Yes. And people swear, well, it's not pecan pie without it. It's like, well, it's your life, not mine, But and your health, not mine. But if that's how you, how you care to carry on, then... Um, by all means.
0: Well, here's the thing. My mom's diabetic, and last year we made the same pecan pie we're talking about today, which has no corn syrup, almond flour crust. We use Swerve. Um, So, so good. And she was completely... We, we tricked her. She normally doesn't like anything like that. If you say it's healthy or a healthier version of, and she said it was the best pecan pie she's ever had. So tell, what did we do? I,
1: well, so the, so the almond crust is kind of like any other crust that you would make. It's butter, a little bit of sweetener instead of flour. You can use gluten-free flour, but we, perfuse, we prefer to use almond flour because it is a pecan pie. So and almonds and pecans, exactly. Yeah. So your regular pie dough recipe, except we use almond flour instead of AP flour. Um, press it into your pan. Bake it for about seven to ten minutes till it's light brown. Take it out. Let it cool. And then the filling is is really similar. It's eggs. It's pecans. It's sweetener uh, and swerve. and swerve exactly. Um, did I say eggs?
0: Yes. Pecan halves. Oh, and
1: and pecans. Uh-huh. And so the way I do it is, and you can do it either way, but but use pecan pieces for your filling. And then once you put the filling in the pie, then top it with pecan halves for the uh, presentation. Uh, and at that point it's bake at 350 for 45 minutes.
0: Until the, the pecans on top, the pecan halves would get really toasty and brown. So, oh my gosh, it's so good. And it's, it's, you know, all guiltless, I would say. It really is guiltless. And you're not gonna feel horrible the next day you're not going to feel like you overindulged you're you're just going to feel um it's going to be good right well
1: exactly and and the key to a lot of this is is just knowing how to put flavor in things from fresh herbs to really good stocks uh really good seasonings um, and don't don't rely on things that come out of a can for your flavor
0: amen to the amen that's right? good information so So yes, that is our Thanksgiving. And so we hope each and every one of you has a happy and healthy Thanksgiving.
1: Absolutely. And
0: what is the, uh, I know my husband's Italian, so I'm going to say the Italian word for enjoy, which is... um,
1: Buon appetito.
0: Buon appetito. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. The show was from nutritionist Kay Spears and Chef Andrew. I'm nutritious.
1: I'm delicious.
0: All right. Bye-bye.